Truth what happens is, as children grow up, we start to educate them progressively from the waist up. And then we focus on their heads, and slightly to one side. I think of the old days, you were better off, because nowadays they're all specialists. Everyone's becoming better and better, and less and less. And eventually someone's going to be superb, like nothing. Our education systems have mined our minds in the way that we strip mined the earth for a particular commodity. And for the future, it won't serve us. We have to rethink the fundamental principles on which we're educating our children. We're not here to tell everybody that they're wrong and we're right. We're not saying that we have all the answers, but um, we'd like to present a different way of looking at it. Welcome. We are back with episode 48 and a croaky voice. Um, I've been talking too much. Apologies, but I'm going to be talking for a little bit longer today. Um, Alex Eldridge Toll uh, is in the studio with me today and uh, we are going to be going over uh, how ignorant he is. Um, and in particular, <laughs> just me, just me okay. and others, Alex and others. <laughs> and, and, and of course, these questions revolve uh, from the website gapminder.org. And um, there are six uh, special um, subjects units. The one that we're doing today is gender equality, uh, surrounding gender equality in our world. And we're going to be looking at some uh, misconceptions <clears throat> and those that make many of us very ignorant about them. Yeah, so I'm quite, I'm quite excited around the whole topic of gender, agenda, uh, gender equality. I think... Certainly for us, because certainly this is the case for every single individual on the planet, you only have your perception from your gender. You can only come from the identity of a man, of a male perspective. It's not like you can have any, you know, it's difficult to make any comments and sort of any say towards whether it be feminism or, you know, sexual harassment, domestic violence, you know, the list goes on. It's, it's certainly interesting, I reckon... I want to say, yeah, maybe, you know, as we've discussed in the series so far, you know, a little bit of fudging. Let's, uh, let's see if this is fudged or not. Let's see if we are ignorant or whether this is truly fudged. So, question one. Yeah, I, I wonder if I'm using the right term when I say fudge, but there, there has been a lot of fudge. A bit um, of um, black ink, black ink to sort of cover up a bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe they should call it fudge minder. I did mention, didn't I, this is from the Gapminder website, yeah. and all these questions are centred around the United Nations' 17 uh, sustainable goals for a bright, healthier and happy future. Right, give us away. Uh, go go away now. No, don't go away, but <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so question one. Yeah. Worldwide, what share of seats in national parliaments are held by women today? Oh. So worldwide, what share of seats in national parliaments are held by women today? Okay. You have 5%, 15%, and 25%. But either way, all those numbers aren't yeah, they're not printing very a pretty picture equal, towards equality. But obviously we are thinking around, unfortunately, if we want to try and get the most accurate answer, we'd know some parts of the world where women's rights are still up in the air. And so... I, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go with 15, the one in the middle. But I'm going to change it, and I'm going to go 25. <laughs> and the reason I say I'm going to go 25 is because, again, this website does seem to want to promote that the world is much rosier than we misconceive it to be. And so I'm going to go for 25% of um, parliamentary. So national. So seats in national so, parliaments yes, are taken so... by um, females. So you reckon 25? Yeah. 
You are definitely not going to say this, are I, you? I was going to say five. Five. Okay, let, let's let's go for it. Let's see. So I'll. So you are right. It is twenty-five. Well yeah. done. Yeah. See, you've been ignorant. <laughs> You're ignorantly biased. I I clearly think that. I mean, I I think a lot. It's quite easy to get. It's quite easy to get caught up in the negativity when some when you know when you think yeah. about certain op- topics. And I think in the, even in the last episode we, when we were talking about education. Yeah. You know, certainly in a couple of those questions, we got a little bit caught up in. And yeah, when you're passionate about something, it's easy to focus on the negativity rather than positivity. Yes, and fudge can't be sticky. And, you know, 25%, <laughs> however we play it, is still not good, Alex. So how many this got that wrong, the, by the way? So like seven, including me, yeah. seven, uh, 78%. Okay. So about this misconception, the world is still a long way from having equal representation of men mm-hmm. and women in parliaments. But a lot of progress is made. Clearly, I mean, 25% is a lot of progress compared to what I clearly was thinking. Yeah. Today, every fourth seat is held by women. I mean, that's how percentages works. Um, sorry, math teacher, sort of commenting on this sort of a Carry on, <laughs> breakdown. Tom. Carry on. But it is steadily increasing. Uh, so, uh, so uh, Rwanda, I think I've said that right. Do you Rwanda, want to say uh, one more time again? Because you packed like three into like two seconds. That was incredible. Carry on. Uh, <laughs> Rwanda I think I've said that right Rwanda yeah. has the highest share of female politicians in parliament wow uh, and there is and there is also equal shares of men and women in Cuba Bolivia and uh, the United Arab Emirates Ooh. this was big I'm yeah that's that is a wow isn't it well done to to those countries i was not expecting that yeah much better than our own country indeed i must admit oh yeah <laughs> those are hogwarts rotting those, away and those god yeah seats we have their free lunches so uh let's see apparently six six individual experts went and uh, investigated this uh oh so why are many people getting this wrong? So many media reports uh, from parliaments shows a majority of men. I mean, this is the case when you, you normalise what you see. Uh-huh. And if you are constantly seeing men in power, then that's what you perceive. That's what you always normalise. Um, and so our brains obviously are trained to over-exaggerate what we see. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Um, as long as the world is not equal, it's hard to recognise the progress that has been made. We often hear about the problem... But uh, uh, we often, yeah, I think that's fair. We hear it's, it's easy to get caught up in the negativity. It's hard to see the progress that has been made, but it's fair to acknowledge progress has been made. And certainly, certainly from what we've said there, Colombia, Bolivia and United Emirates, I'm really shocked by that, but yeah. which is really bad of me, I think. I think we've got also got to be very careful when we say, you know, it's good that progress is being made and that's okay. This is okay. the thing, it's hard to... Because there's a difference between a progress from, oh, I'm now walking three steps a day as opposed to none, when really three steps a day is basically not going to take the fat off my waist. And that's not to say I have a lot of fat on my waist, but oh man, it does actually seem to be you piling are. on in the older ages there. I just pull that trouser over there. Yep, belt up. So, <laughs> um, and, and the other thing I wanted to say is this is a very patriarchal world. Most leaders across the world are men, and mm. I think it's one of our biggest problems. They're also mostly psychotic as well, which doesn't help. That's not to say women can't be psychotic, but I do believe our world needs to get back to a much more of a matriarchal society. I think if you do go back 
a long, long time ago, um, the goddesses did abound and they very much were respected and seen as uh, leaders uh, throughout forms of society. So let's mm. get back to that. Let's put more women in high positions um, because I think they, uh, and just generally as friends and that, have some very, very brilliant things to give. And I think... Um, problem with our psychotic world is we miss a lot of that balance so yeah mm. let's move on uh, question yeah yeah question two. two. Oh, one little thing i was going to say on that it's a yeah. really good thing that you commented on sort of how it's because history obviously it would have changed you know this whole like, ancient history and stuff um my sister's actually doing a her phd is all to do with gender inequality and how it's evolved over the years mm-hmm. obviously we could think about the last hundred years or so where it's obviously been heavily one way mm-hmm. but obviously if we think about ancient history as a whole where there's goddesses yeah goddesses queens etc and it's just obviously it paints a very different picture indeed it does anyway and uh, we must not forget that yeah so question two of 195 countries how many have signed the un uh, the un convention of the elimination of all forms of discrimination against women so out of all the countries in the world Mm -hmm. how many have signed the un convention on elimination on the elimination of all forms of discrimination against women. Okay. Yeah. So you've got 50 countries. Uh-huh. So 25%. 120 countries. 60%. Yeah. And 190 countries. Which is... Nearly all of them. Yeah. Well, as we know from our small years on planet Earth, uh, what you people say and sign up to doing can be very different to what actually they then go ahead and do uh, and so um, politics being what it is an absolute load of you know most cases and uh, it's all talk and no walk I am actually going to go with um, the uh, what was the middle one the middle one was 120 mm, that probably so 60% seems, yeah uh, I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with uh, the high one just 190. Yeah, I'm just feeling like I'm a member of the Gapminder crew now. I mean, um, you're, I think you're right there. You know, there's there's saying one thing, but then there's actually actioning it. There's yeah. actually the doing part of it. So There's a lot of fudge makers in this world. So if you want to go 190, I'm going to go 120. Of course you are. You're going to go in the neutral. neutral well, I think where you're initially saying, maybe maybe when, they, when we say signed, signing is one thing. Stamps another. I think maybe I'm thinking, maybe in my mind I'm thinking, if you've signed it, then obviously you're doing it. Maybe that's something I need to... Okay, let's pop on and uh, see what the answer is. And of course you are right. You're joking. 190 countries have signed. Yeah. But if 190 countries have signed... Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? How many people got that wrong? But the thing is, though, go back to the last question. 93% got that wrong. 93%. They think women have so they think women have uh, have legal rights in just a few countries when in fact uh, they have legal rights in most countries. Well, clearly, but again, when we say most countries, as we just said, you know, there's doing. Sorry, there's actually there's signing. Yeah. But then there's actually doing it. I guess the other side of it as well is is also a society thing because while you can put that in place for governments, how society choose to exactly. react to it. Yes. Indeed. is another is another story so a woman that gets harassed in a workplace for example legally she might have a case as that does seem to subscribe but really in society is she going to be able to really take that law case that suitcase that case 
um, uh, to the courts. Uh, I mean, you've seen what's going on in America. Even if you take them to court mm. now, uh, does justice get served? Well, that's a big question that's going to be answered over the coming year. But um, yeah, it, it, to me, smoke screens. Um, there's so much bull crap around. Um, yeah. Paper is paper. Uh, it's the action that counts. Um, action speaks louder than words is always one um, I like to uh, remember, especially when you are working in places where the language is different to your native one. Watch how people act. Ooh. Okay, so it goes into more information here. So it says those countries, which countries have not signed this convention yet? Ooh. How many of them are there? Don't tell me what they are. So it says 100, 188 countries have uh, ratified the treaty. Two countries signed it. But did not... you say ratified or ratified? Ratif- I said ratified. I you meant did, to say ratif- ratified. Ratified, yeah. It's okay. Fine. <laughs> Sorry, it's I'm not... not... It is an English show, but it's not an English language show. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Um, so 188 countries have ratified yeah. the treaty. Uh, two countries signed it, but not ratified. Right. It's the USA and... Why bloody sign it then? And uh, Palu? I think I've said that right. Um, five countries have not signed it nor ratified it. Iran. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I just said don't mention it. So how many of them are there? Let me see if I can guess. Five. I'll give you oh, one. sorry. How about Iran? <laughs> one, well, funny yeah. enough, yeah. And Iran. Palau? No, no, that's... So that uh, signed it, but you, not... Uh, it wasn't Palau? Palau, I've signed Yeah, I don't know. One. I've got no idea. Sorry. Sounds better than sounds wrong. poo. Um, <laughs> the, 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 okay, well, w- I'm going to put my favourite along. Afghanistan. Nope. No, no. Okay. Uh, so You've got four left. Turkmenistan. No. So... What's the place Borat's from? <sighs> well, is it on there? Can you... So, I think so. Is he from Sudan? No, it's not no. Sudan. Um, it's Sudan one, is it? Sudan's one of them. <laughs> Somalia. Right. Which... Mm, Mm. Yeah. And the, the Holy See and Tonga. The Holy See? I kid you not, that's what it says. Oh, the Holy See. The Holy See. Oh, I where see. Where you're looking. Right. <laughs> where that's our, what it says. <laughs> where our actual uh, studio is based. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> well, good to know. Really good to know. Well, let's move on, shall <laughs> yeah, we? Yeah. Um, to the third one there. And um, yes, action does speak louder than words. As we've said. How many companies in the world have a woman as top manager or CEO? Mm, good question. How many countries in the how many uh, how many companies in the world have a woman as a top manager or CEO? Far too few, I'm sure. What's the answers? Two percent, ten percent, or eighteen uh, percent? Okay. As you have been bambling on in this podcast, and we need to move on swiftly, I'm oh, going to go with the really last bad. one, which is what. 18%. Yeah, 18%. What do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon you're... Come on. I reckon you're right. Which is still terribly bad. 18%, you're right. It's... it's oh. People probably think it's a lot less than that, don't they? It's the... 98%. Yeah. Sorry, uh, 89% got that wrong. But still, these people aren't ignorant. I think they're very aware that there's a, non, there's a misbalance, and it still is misbalanced, even with it the is. correct answer. It so, is misbalanced. And the other thing as well, as we said earlier, what you see is what you normalise. Yeah, you know, if you see it all the time in media, if you see it all the time in the in news, tabloids, whatever it may be, 
it's obviously what you consider to be normal. Yeah, and I think, but but there's a difference between what you see in the mainstream media, which most of us oh. are focused in, and what you see in your life, as in the media before you, as in who is in your work um, group, uh, yeah. who is in your friends' work groups. You know, that's real evidence, isn't it? Mm. Like if I was to drop something large and heavy on your foot, I would know that that's caused a bad effect to you. So mainstream media is secondary evidence. It's uh, I don't, uh, most of it. I do have to think it, it needs to be taken with a very large bit of salt, Himalayan, extra fine, pink, uh, if possible. But Absolutely. yes, there you go. Then eighteen percent. It should be a lot more. I really um, should. And 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 that's uh, that's something that we all need to put right. Okay. Ooh. Here's an interesting fact at the end. Businesses that run by women seem to generate high profit than average companies. Are you looking to further your career in education? Teach Now offers a convenient online teacher preparation and master's degree program completed anywhere in the world. Reach Now for Teach Now. Ain't no time for defeat now. Teachers get off your seats now. Future generations need you now. Work with people all over the world in a collaborative, activity-based teaching environment. To learn more, visit teach-now.edu. Expertise that is really outside of the box. Now, whether that is fudged or not, but it's certainly an interesting statistic to hear. It would be one to look into, wouldn't it? I mean, we must say, uh, countries... Companies, when, and there we could take this up to countries, which we've talked about, who are run by women, I'm sure probably are quite forward-thinking, quite open, quite innovative. And yeah. that's why you have, um, you're against the grain of only 18% of them being at the top of your company. Mm. Uh, and, and so I, I think you'd probably be quite a good company and, and that's why that would link in well yeah. with that statistic. But that's not to say there could be something significant in it. Right, can you yes. please stop blambering on and go I, on to the next I question? Was going, you... I was going to. Oh, you've got another thing you want to say? No, no, I'm oh, saying right, we're moving on. On to question four then. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, far away. Worldwide, which of these contraceptive methods is used, is most used by women? Right. The pill, sterilisation, oh or the IUD. So that's the... I mean, that's a real... I, I'm, I didn't think you'd be asking a question on contraception. Um, neither did I, but <laughs> so neither did I, so... What's the percentage, the, the, the one they use the most? So what is the most used right. contraceptive method okay, so worldwide? Not, okay, so it's not... A pill, sterilisation, or the IUD. So that's the... Uh, I'm going to hopefully say this correct, as I've said many things incorrectly this one. Yeah, this, in uh, interterrene interterrene device, I've said that wrong. Interurine interurine device. Yes, it's yes. the uh, the anchor that they that they that they put up there. Um, so I mean, I would go. I think the misconception here here is is we would say the pill, wouldn't we? Just from what, what we've saying. seen, you know, girlfriends and whatever through the day. You hear family, yeah. they use the pill. They're on the pill, um, and it's not going to be then, is it? I think that's the misconception. I think when we say worldwide, there's two sides to it though. Because worldwide, there's, we're talking about countries where, you know, uh, genital mutilation happens. Yeah. yeah. As horrific as that one. It's horrific. I mean, I really hope it's not the middle one, sterilisation. Really, that's what we'd hope. But again, we're thinking about every country in the world here. I, I gotta say pill. I can't, I can't think negatively. I have to think positively for this question. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, let's go with the pill then. Let's, let's hope the rainbow actually shines through. Oh no! Sterilisation. Yeah. Oh jeez. 
Oh no. That's terrible, isn't that it? That makes me so sad. Come on, read, read, read some blurb on that. I don't know if I can. <laughs> the pillar's in the spotlight. So, I mean, that's the correct thing. This pill is in yeah. the centre of our attention. It's reversible. Then. 95% got this yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, as we, everything we've said, a lot of public communication about family planning or targets around the pill and uh, which you know, obviously delays childbearing. Child For them, sterilization is not an option. I, can't, I don't know how well if I'm going to be able to read this. So among all, here we go. Okay, here's some, here's some figures. So among women aged between 15 and 45, uh, sorry, and 49 worldwide who wish to avoid becoming pregnancy, 26 rely on sterilization. Um, 17% rely on the uh, IUD and then 16% use the pill. Any idea on countries? Uh, it doesn't uh, say countries. Got no pertain- this doesn't say the countries, which is what concerns me a little bit about the data. I, I, I don't know how to respond with this question because that's a... It's quite damning, isn't it? It's. I um, I mean, I I kind of think, at the end of the day, it's your free choice what you want to use to stop yourself getting pregnant. But I wonder, if those women who have actually chosen sterilisation, was it really their informed choice? Is it... This is the thing. You'd have to be really... Because when you say say choice, sterilisation... Maybe this is a misconception about what sterilisation is. But I thought sterilisation is you know done dusted you're never gonna you're never gonna bear a child um and i i mean if that if i'm wrong i kind of hope i'm told but well sterilization doesn't get much attention in the media well the pill's gotten a lot of attention yeah you know, we've so, only asked this question in the uk where sterilization is not that common um if this question had been asked in regions where sterilization is more common such as parts of asia latin america <laughs> no no touch of Africa there most likely more people would be more correct about it um, and you know why is this a problem that people are wrong about this the option to be sterilised is not considered by many as they think it's not so common <laughs> in some countries sterilisation is very common and in others it's not this shows that the local culture and social conventions are probably guiding contraception decisions rather than the medical evidence and that for me is quite deep and um, you know I, I think we we, we we almost think don't we that some person that's got sterilised hasn't been informed of that or they've been forced to do it. Yeah, and I'm actually, right. my instinct tells me that's the case. Maybe there is something else where culturally they feel as a woman that they should be sterilised or I don't know, something, their family or they, where they come from. I don't know. I'd like to think that's um, not, not, just not the case. I, mean, I just can't believe and I think this is really interesting it's been highlighted and anyone listening now um, who's heard of genetic uh, genital mutilation and things like this it's oh, really God, something yeah. to become a lot more aware of I, I know you might wince but this kind of thing it's, has to be stopped it's true though and, and conspiracies abound of course um, another one is that this um, very very uh, quick uh, inoculation they have for the uh, CV um, a virus I won't mention it in case we get taken off air because it, um, it has uh, potentially uh, terrible things in it. it hasn't been scientifically uh, researched and trialed um, like any other vaccination and there has been talk of it having a sterilization components in it wouldn't that be a coincidence considering um, we are often told yes that uh, we have too many people on this world um, and things like this so um, move on from that because that does bring up quite a lot of um, yeah terrible things there but yeah thank you Alec I I didn't know that that was the the case so there you go 
um, the biggest, most common choice That's... of um, not having a baby. It's not the pill or the IUD. It's to be fully sterilised forever. So wonderful. That's really not wonderful news. <laughs> Move on to question five, please. Okay, so up to, up to 1999, 18 countries were led by a woman or a female, state of, a female head of state or government. Mm-hmm. 18, right. What is the number now? So, in other words, how many countries now, how many countries in the world um, are run by a female head of state or government? Right, so 18 in 1989. Correct. Interesting choice, 1989. Uh, sorry, no, 1980. No, 1980. No, 1990. I'm really sorry, it is 1990. Yeah, I'm being horribly wrong. And <laughs> you're, you're good at packing the fudge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, okay, yeah. we're gonna we're saying what joke are we going in with here? Nineteen ninety. So we have moved on uh thirty years, haven't we, basically? Yeah. And we're saying what are the options you think? So yeah, we got twenty nine. Yeah, so kind of yeah. Quite low. Kind of doubled. Uh fifty three yeah. or seventy eight. Twenty nine, well, fifty three or seventy eight. Again, seventy eight isn't that good. Um, but it's much better than what it was. I'm going with 78. I would say so the same as well. But the fact is, it said, yeah, led by a female head of state or government. I wonder, though, if the... Mm, yeah, all right. 78? Yeah. What did you wonder? Yeah, 78. I was wondering... 78. Is, is 78. I was wondering if there was sort of like a um, uh, double standard within the wording. I was wondering if there was like, you know, could it be... Fudginess, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to continue using that word for as long as we can. Until uh, <laughs> until we get an email telling us otherwise. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, most people can recall some elect, some elect uh, leader who is a woman. But most people haven't realised the rapid change in the global trends after 1990. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair. I mean, that's crazy to think that 80, you know, 30 years ago, only 18 countries had that. And now we are nearly four times that number yeah. in 30 years. Is that good? Is that bad? That's uh, not for me to say. Well, 78 out of, what is it, 190-odd countries there are. I mean, again, it's not being a head of state or, a, what is it, parliament or something. It's Head of state or head of government. It's got to be diverse through all chains of society, through all levels, whether it be, you know, a local shop or, you know, a corporate company or, a, or an SME, a government, whatever. Um, it, it has to be all the way through. And it's clearly not. Um, at the yeah. moment but yes again progress has happened since 1990 we um, do yeah that's the one thing we have to remember progress has been made it's just whether we are happy with the amount of progress that has been achieved question number six in how many countries of the world so 195 countries in how many countries is marriage under the age of 18 legally possible hmm in how many countries is marriage under the age of 18 legally possible? Right, wow. 19, yeah. 79, yeah. or 139? I mean, 139 is a big number. And we're coming from a country where 18 is the minimum legal age for that. Mm-hmm. Very small country. It's a very small country. Um... And it's a country with different. Even if we compare, even if we compare the UK to the rest of Europe, it's uh, slightly different in terms of some of its values. Like you know, we think about the legal age to drink, to uh, to have sex, etc. 
you know, it's very different from that perspective. Is it? Yeah. So drink is 16 in Europe. And in most Europe, 18, yeah. 18 in Europe. And sex I think sex, I think sex might be 14 in certain European countries. Oh, like Amsterdam and Holland. <laughs> I don't know. I know it's, I know it is younger in some, in some, some of them. Uh, so, uh, right. Well, so when I think about this question, you just answered my thoughts immediately unconsciously linked to the question about um, sterilisation and how that is the most common form. Oh, of, yeah, um, the whole idea of choice. Uh, yeah, and, and so it makes me feel that I think it's going to be a big one, this. Uh, sorry, what's the largest one? 139. Okay. That's a big number. <laughs> I, You're saying 70%. I'm, I'm going out of in the worst possible way that you could marry someone under 18 in uh, 70% of the world because this is just how skewed gender equality is at the moment in 2020. What are you going for? I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with 19, but the... 19? I think it's I think it's quite small. But the other thing as well... Right, go on then. The other thing as well is I'm wondering if... Because um, it says marriage... It doesn't specify same-sex marriage as well. So I'm wondering if that might be a factor to consider. Because we know in certain countries, to have same-sex marriage, it's a different age compared to... Yeah, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it, it might, be, not it might yeah. be nothing. It might yeah. be nothing. Anyway, yeah. so you think 130... Oh no, you are right, 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 you are right. There's 139 <laughs> countries. 139 countries. 90% of people got this wrong. Really? And do not realise how many countries allow child marriage. Oh, 139 God. allow child marriage. Yes, yeah, I mean, it's not to be what laughed at, really. Actual, I, what the actual fudge? I, <laughs> I, I think most people, if they could... And I say this about a lot of things. <clears throat> the questions about how our world is run, who it's run by, where's it going, has it been planned... All these interesting questions, who we are, where we're from, what we're here to really do, mm. as we balance in this thing they call space and revolve around this thing they call the sun. I think people would be shocked if they just took some time out of their day each week to go down the rabbit hole, as Alice in Wonderland did, and look at the other side. Look at the non-mainstream information that's out there, everyone. This is the information age. A lot of it's been brought down now, I have to say, for interesting reasons that you should very much question. Um, everyone should be entitled to their opinion as long as they're not, you know, hurting someone. Um, but then what's hurting? Yeah, again, mm. I would say probably physically or psychologically tormenting them. But that's the great thing about the information age. You don't like it, you can switch mm. off, just as you can for this um, episode of the podcast. And so I really feel that uh, there are a lot of things on this stuff, when we're talking about children, when we're talking about how women are treated, that people just don't get. And it is a mm. disgusting world, a psychopathic world that we are living in. And we need to all become a lot more aware of this um, as we move very quickly into the next year, uh, into 2021, and really start mm. to know what's going on for sure. Do you want me to give you a little bit about the misconception yeah. then? Uh, it's quite short. So many countries have legal expectation, uh, legal exceptions that practically mean they don't have a minimum age for marriage. Without laws that prevent child marriage, young girls can be forced into situations that disempower them and deprive them of 
education, healthcare and safety. So again, this links back to that health, uh, education question we had earlier. Yeah. Oh, this just, this is not a pleasant one to end on. Well, I think actually a lot of this gender equality has not been too this whole, pleasant this whole at all, actually. One is something I'm very passionate about, but just eat, eat this whole, this one has been really interesting, but I'm just, yeah, mentally, certainly mentally drained from well, this one. <laughs> I can tell, but even Gapminder.org hasn't been able to flower this one up and put sparkly, glittery bits on the shit, has it really? And I think, I mean, certainly in some questions, because that's the other thing was we discussed, there's the whole, you know, governments, it was like, what was it, 190 or so have signed that, you know, um, oh, yeah. discrimination, whatever it was. I some have signed, I haven't even ratified. What's the point of signing if you're not going to ratify? And the other thing as well is how society accepts it. There needs to be laws against discrimination. There needs yeah. to be laws against, um, you know, that is socially, to make sure that it is safe and socially acceptable for... You know, for women to be, for just to be themselves, essentially. And even when we think about well, well, for sexual, anyone to be themselves, exactly that. Sorry, yeah, not <laughs> here. I am now discriminating, saying only women. Oh, my, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um, but you know, dis- domestic violence and sexual uh, sexual harassment are a big one mm. that occur in every pocket of the world. What is a law if you don't enforce it? Unfortunately, and I and I and I'm not a huge inf- uh, want of enforcing of laws uh, or a lot more laws. I mean, maybe you know the way it's going at the moment. Five years time, you won't be able to you know hold a glass of wine with your right hand. Um, it, you know, it has to be with another one or something like this. It's getting so crazy all these laws, but you know there are fundamental laws, fundamental equal rights um, laws, jurisdictions that are. Um, very very important oh, uh, wow. for us to follow all over the world but again alex so 61 countries do not have a minimum minimum age yeah 61 countries sorry i a lot yeah. interrupted you but i was just going to say um with the whole issue of gender which we're talking about is some societies through their religious beliefs <laughs> religious beliefs do feel that women just aren't equal um, and now I'm just focusing on women here, and mm. that is just a fundamental core belief that the whole culture believes in. And so, mm. how do you change it? Um, it, it? I'd say it has to change from within. There has to be a change. And, and, and you'd say as the world becomes more globalized, uh, it should become more accepting, or should become more aware of what other people, uh, other nations, other cultures are doing. Um, and mm. so, I, I believe as this has shown, and as these series of podcasts we've done have shown. Progress is being made. Could it be better? Yes, it could. Um, and, oh, yeah. Uh, and, and oh, I hope, yeah. I do hope that, that these um, podcasts, uh, however short or long they are, will cut the snap, um, <laughs> has done a little bit. So there we go. Thank you, Mr. Toll. We'll be back um, for the final one with this uh, uh, soon. So until then, this, as always, is China Jedi, people. If you're an English-speaking teacher from anywhere in the world and you have a bachelor's degree but need an official and accredited teaching license to get a job, get a visa to teach abroad, or most importantly, to learn all those things you wish you knew before you stood in front of 30-plus students, then reach now to Teach Now and secure a professional U.S. District of Columbia license in as little as nine months. Online in no time, low cost, high quality, Teach Now. Get in the game. Immediately receive a $100 discount of your tuition by signing up to the Teach Now program via the link www.teach-now.edu forward slash China Jedi.
May the smile be with you.